This is Meg Tilton at the ACAL Life, episode number 53, Substance. This is the ACAL Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are, and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of The A-Cow Life. It is Monday, and I am actually currently in uh, Colorado Springs at my in-law's home, and I might as well have been in Missouri because it is raining like crazy, thunderstorming. We've had two tornado warnings. It's totally Missouri weather in Colorado. It's crazy. So it's been kind of fun. I love overcast rainy days. We've had to go in the basement a couple times. And so that's been really, really fun. And um, we are wrapping up our family vacation this week. And so that's kind of sad, but I'm ready to get back to the normal schedule and just get back into the flow of life. We have a lot of exciting things coming up in the fall and school starting and um, just some really fun things ahead. So I'm really, really looking forward to just getting back in the swing. It's kind of like I look forward to summertime with my kids being off. And then by the time they're ready to go back to school, I'm very ready for that. So anyway, hope you guys are all having a great summer. I've seen tons of people's pictures on Facebook and things like that about all the fun summer vacations they've had. I'm telling you, the West was awesome this summer for us going out there and being in Montana for a week. It was just gorgeous. So I wanted to jump right into the podcast again. And I'm hoping that you guys are all enjoying these podcasts and are getting good things out of them. So recently, I was reading my scriptures and I came across in the book, a verse in the Book of Mormon. And it's in Mosiah chapter four, verse 21. Can you hear that thunder? I don't know if you can hear it, but it is totally thundering outside. So if you hear something in the background that sounds like thunder, it's because it's thunderstorming right now. Okay, anyway, when I was reading this verse um, in the Book of Mormon, Mosiah chapter 4, verse 21, and there was a word that really stuck out to me, and the word was substance. Now here's what it, the verse reads. It says, And now, if God, who has created you, on whom you are dependent for your lives, and for all that you have and are, doth grant unto you whatsoever ye ask that is right in faith, believing that ye shall receive, oh then how you ought to impart of the substance that you have one to another. Now, my whole life, I have really attributed this word substance to mean money or goods or material items. And actually, if you read the rest of the verses in this chapter, it does basically say that substance means money. But when I read it recently, it really hit me that it means maybe a lot more and it can mean a lot more if we want to interpret it that way. And so I started thinking of the, that word substance, yes, as material wealth, but I also attribute it to, to our talents, our time, and our energies. Each and every one of us have been given attributes, gifts, and personalities that I fully believe Heavenly Father has given to us to help 
uplift and bless the lives of those around us. So I think these forms of substance are to be used in our service to others as well as in our paid professions. So I want you to kind of think about the substances that you have in your life that are not material, that are not money. What are the talents that you have and the gifts that you've been given and certain personality traits that you have that could be deemed as substances that you could give to others and use to better the lives of those around you. Now, as LDS women, I truly believe that we have so much substance to share with the world. I feel like that we have been kind of in a way over the last several decades, kind of hiding in the shadows a bit. And I don't think that really going forward from now on, that we are going to be able to make a meaningful impact on the world by staying hidden in our homes. I think that we've kind of been doing a silent example to the world of what we have and we give to the world, like in raising our children and making our homes what they are. And I think those are all wonderful things. But I really think that going forward from now on, I think that we have to start spreading our substances more openly and more out in the world. Now, I do firmly believe that we have a duty to make our biggest impacts inside our homes with our children, with our husbands, with anybody who enters our home. But I don't think we live in a day and age where we can be at our highest ability to make an impact by just being in our homes. The world truly needs to start seeing more God-loving women who have good to give the world step up and start sharing this, their substances with those around them. I've just seen a lot of voices that have been raised, say, against the church or against things that we as members of the church stand for, and I don't see enough of these women coming out and saying, no, this is what we do stand for, and we're happy in this, and we have so much to give the world as we live the gospel and as we live the doctrine of the church. So we live in an amazing day. We really, really do. An amazing day and age where we are able to sit in our homes and spread goodness to literally the entire world. Like you can sit on your computer and you can type a post and you can click send or post or whatever, and it can literally go to the entire world. And that is just so amazing that we live in this day and age. So really, there's no excuse for us not sharing our substances and our gifts with the world. So I want to ask you, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you sharing your goodness yet? Is it time that you're not sharing? Is it just that you're just too busy? Is it money that you feel like you need money in order to share them? Is it fear? Fear of rejection, fear of people not liking what you have to say? Is it feelings of inadequacy? I want you to do a little exercise for me. I want you to write a list of the things you would share with the world if you didn't have any constraints on you. So I want you to look at it, at it this way. If you had all the time, all the money, all the courage, all the knowledge, all the support, and all the resources necessary to do what you wanted, what would you do? 
So take out anything that may be hindering you from spreading your substance. And I want you to really sit down and say, what would you do if you absolutely could do anything? Now, I know when you make this list, what's going to happen? Your brain is going to want to kick into this mode of, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Oh, our brains love that mode because it really keeps us from having to put ourselves out there. But I want you to override that. I want you to try your hardest to override the I don't know and really let your brain just go crazy on what it would do if it had everything that it needed to be able to accomplish that. Now, what would you think if I told you that you were the only one stopping you from doing this list? Because when we write down things like, well, it's fear because some people are not going to like it. So they're the ones that are going to stop me. Or it's, I don't have enough money. Like that's like a concrete thing that we think is so tangible that keeps us from being able to do those things. Or we think that it's time that we're just totally tapped out and we don't have enough time. But here's the thing, you sharing your substance with the world has nothing to do with time, money, knowledge, support, or resources. It has everything to do with your brain and how you are managing your brain to work for you instead of against you. I know this because there have been plenty of people who have made huge impacts on those around them that had None of those things. They didn't have time. They didn't have money. They didn't have encouragement. They didn't have support for the things that they wanted to do when they started doing what they were going to do. They simply decided that they were going to do it and went for it. They figured it out as they went along and they committed to believing they could do it. That's huge, right? I talked about that a couple episodes ago, ago about really committing to your belief committing to believe something that's so powerful. Like I want you to think about Oprah, right? I I have to think that she's probably one of the most famous American women who kind of rose from nothing to being a woman who's worth $2.9 billion. I looked it up. $2.9 billion. That's crazy, right? And I know if she thought back, you know, 40 years ago, that that's where she would be today, she would be like, no, there's no way. There's no way I could do that. But she didn't let that stop her, right? She didn't let that thought limit her. She just was like, this is where I want to go and I'm going to do it and I'm going to find a way to do it. At some point, she did believe that she could get to 2.8 or $9 billion, right? Because she's there. So if every result that we have in our life starts with a thought, then Oprah had a thought that she could get to $2.9 billion. And she did. So the same is true for you. We think that Oprah is like this unicorn or this special case that none of us, you know, normal people would ever be able to acquire or should even aspire to, right? Like it's just so out of our reach. But I want to say to you, it's not. She is not any different than you. She's no different. She's only different in the one thing that we all should be striving to do. And that was managing her brain better. She has managed her brain really well in order to get get the results that she wanted. She had the thought that she could do it. And then she created that result. So awesome. Because that means that it's all available to us. 
each and every one of us can do that. Okay, so if you are just like Oprah and that you can learn to manage your brain just like her, it is time for you, my friend, to get going on sharing your substance with the world. Now, I also like to call this your passion, right? Sharing your passion with the world. This is something about which I feel so strongly that I am making it a career of it. <laughs> like I feel so strongly that I need to help LDS women find their passions or their substances and use them for not only the betterment of the world around them, but for the betterment of themselves. Because I think as we better ourselves, the direct result will be that we better the world, right? So if you can't think about how you're going to better the world, I want you to think about how you're going to better yourself. So after you make the list of the things that you would share with the world, if you had all of the things available to you to be able to do that, this is what I want you to do. I want you to come up with what you feel is the number one reason for you not going after your passion. What is that number one reason? Then what I want you to do, because remember, this is my passion. I want you to bring it to a free mini session with me. So think of the one main thing that's keeping you from going after your passion and sharing your substance with the world. And then I want you to bring it to me in a free mini session that I'm going to provide for you. And I promise you that you will come away from the, that session with me with a clear understanding as to why this is a problem for you and how to fix it. There's like total benefits, right, for you. What do you have to lose? And I'll tell you, you lose sharing your passion with the world and making your life and the lives of those around you better. So are you willing to do that, to not come to a free mini session with me? Are you willing to like say, no, I can't do it. I don't have enough time. I'm too afraid. She's going to think I'm stupid. Believe me, I won't think you're stupid, <laughs> right? I will totally understand where you're coming from because I have had all of these feelings myself. I still have these feelings myself, right? And I have to manage them all the time. And you have to realize that I am 100% in your corner and that there is little else that brings me more, me joy than to see other LDS women succeeding and becoming the best versions of themselves. So this is how it works. Okay. I want you to write me an email at meg at the eight M E G at the eight, the number eight cowlife.com. And let me know when you want to set up a free mini session. And then I will respond and I'll send you back a link to my schedule. I have a little online schedule and you can go in there and you can set up an appointment. So at the point in time, I will call you up and we will discuss this specific thing that is keeping you from following your passions. And I will be able to help you overcome that so that you can start doing that. And you will come away with some amazing free coaching that will have a positive effect, effect on your life and the lives of those around you. I'm telling you, you owe this to yourself and to those around you. So make sure that you do it sooner than later. You have substance to give the world. You have gifts and talents to share with the world. And it is time for you to start doing that. And I am here to help you. So please write me an email so we can get started. All right. I hope you all have a great week. It is still thundering here in Colorado Springs. And hopefully it will clear up and we can drive home. We're going home tomorrow. 
So anyway, I hope you all have a great Monday and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to getting your emails. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.